BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. TJ stopping at the free throw line, lobbing it up for Yoli Childs, who reaches back and hammers it home. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans, wherever you may be, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, or should I say, happy leap day. It only comes around once every four years. So the question is, will this be another day that the Cougars leap into the national spotlight? Maybe leap into the polls? Eh, sorry, I couldn't help myself. It's the final Cougar pregame live of the regular season. Are you still basking in the glow of that win over Gonzaga, Cougar basketball fans? It's hard not to think about that fantastic win last week since it was the signature victory of the season. The fans at the Marriott Center, the excitement, the all-around awesome game or play by Yoli Childs, the hustle of Zach Selyus, the crafty play of TJ Hawes and the key shots of Colby Lee and Jake Toulson. Did I mention the defense? Yep, those are good times. But while you and I may continue to revel in the rivalry victory, the Cougar Cagers don't get that luxury. They have to forget it. Put it in the recesses of their mind. Move on to today's matchup with the Pepperdine Waves. Or do they? You know, if I have to reflect back on some, onto some wisdom, let's go back to The Lion King. You know that Disney movie? You know, Timon and Pumbaa tell Simba that he needs to put his behind in the past. Or is it his past behind him? I think it's the second one. Anyway, the two sidekicks tell Simba to forget about what's happened in his past and to move forward life. It's a good life hack, especially for three-point shooters and when you make mistakes in life. But you also need to remember to remember. That's what the ghost Mufasa told Simba a little bit later in the film. Remembering mistakes, remembering your greatness really isn't all that bad, or at least remembering who you are and how you got to a a certain spot. Now, let's think about this. Jake Toulson, he can remember back to the decisions he made against the Zags, the screens he set or the picks he used or how he forgot to box out at times. Yeah, you can even remember the bad things and learn from them. T.J. Haas can recall his defensive effort, how the ball felt coming out of his hand, and also his defense or his overall intensity. Zach Selyus, he can recall his awesome hustle he had in the game. He can also recall the stash. I, actually, he doesn't need to remember the flavor saver because he can feel and see that thing on a daily basis. And Yoli Childs, he can remember all of his moves, the screens, the rebounds, that feeling of winning. I think that's the thing you want the guys to remember the most, how they felt when they won. It's kind of like when you talk about golf, you remember that awesome swing that you that keeps you coming back to the golf course each and every week. That's kind of like what we're talking about right now. If BYU can remember back to what they did, like the execution against Gonzaga, the intensity they had against Gonzaga, and, and also how they felt about winning, They will be successful today in Malibu. Also, they need to remember all the hustle they have. And that's why I think Mark Pope has been so successful this basketball season for BYU. He's been so positive with these guys and reminded them of how valuable each person is on this team. It's done so much for his psyche and the psyche of all of his players. I don't think any of his players have doubted themselves this season. That may be the greatest accomplishment this season, getting the best out of these guys on the court and their minds to where they always believe in themselves. So can they do it one more time in the last basketball game of the season? Well, tip-off is going to come in about 55 minutes. By the way, can you believe 
that the regular season ends today. Wasn't it just yesterday? It seems like yesterday that the Cougs started the season with three straight home games against Cal State Fullerton, San Diego State, and Southern Utah. Didn't you wonder at that time when they played that San Diego State game against the Aztecs, especially you wondered how good is this team going to be, especially when they gave that lead up late. They've come a long way since then. We've also noticed that San Diego State is actually a pretty darn good team. Well, one guy who wasn't playing at that start of the season, he didn't play until nine games into the season. His name's Yoli Childs. Jason Shepard talked to him before today's game. My first question to you is how many times have you watched the victory over Gonzaga already? I actually haven't watched it. Really? I haven't. I haven't. I've, uh, I've been so busy. From, from right after, I had a uh, church was great, and then me and my wife had a fireside up in uh, Grantsville where her mom's from, so we were preparing for that a little last minute, and uh, so class today, I've been busy, so uh, it was a great moment, though, and uh, we're really excited uh, moving on to Pepperdine. Beyond film study, do you watch the games after the fact? Is that something you normally do anyway? Uh, I actually don't, but I, I watch, I watch uh, like, clips. So we break down the film and uh, so we can watch it a lot faster. So we basically watch every clip that you're in and, and break that down. Now that you're removed from it a couple of days, how would you describe looking back on that night? How does it feel now a couple of days later? I mean, it, it feels great. It, it was like a movie, honestly. It was uh, so many things came together in the right ways. You know, it's senior night. There's so many emotions. Uh, last night for so many of us playing on that court the crowd was amazing and uh, just to go out and execute and play the right way and play together was was amazing to be able to share that with the other seniors I mean I can't imagine a better way to play the final game for you guys on the Marriott Center floor that had to be a pretty special moment for you guys as a group yeah for sure it it was amazing something that's super interesting about this team is um, it didn't even necessarily feel amazing for the seniors it felt amazing for this group because um, even though it's our last time playing on that court, for all these guys, these younger guys, it's it's our last time as this collective unit. And uh, we become so close over the season that uh, class doesn't really matter to a senior, junior, freshman, whatever. It doesn't matter to us. And um, we were all just in it together. So it, it was a special moment for all of us. Who is the biggest name that's reached out to you since the win? Who's reached out to you to say congrats? I'm sorry. This is this is so boring. I I don't know. Just uh, I, I haven't really been too active on social media or anything like that. But um, a, a couple former players, you know, Kyle Collinsworth and uh, Jackson Emery, and, and some of these guys that uh, that came before me and and helped pave the way for us, reached out to me, and, and that's always really special to get to talk to those guys. I know now everything shifts to Pepperdine, the final regular season game. And this is usually a question that we would ask in terms of blocking out negative things. Like after a loss, you, you just kind of want to move on, block it out, move on. Do you have to do that with wins as well, especially such a big win like beating Gonzaga? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a, it was a huge win. Uh, I'm not going to act like it wasn't. But we're hoping for a lot bigger wins than that. And uh, that's, that's where our team's goals are. And uh, we just try to not get too high and not get too low. Regardless of the circumstances, if everything's good, we try to get better. If everything's bad, we try to get better. So that's what we're, we're working on today and uh, all week leading up. And, and every single day, we'll just try to get better.
And this is obviously a team that you've already faced, you've already beaten this team. Typically, these games against Pepperdine, they're always interesting, and you're going to their place, so you know they're going to be motivated. Just your overall thoughts on facing the Waves. Yeah, they, they have a great group of talented, talented players. Um, they have a couple really good seniors, and it'll be their senior night, and um, they're, they're going to bring it. And uh, offensively, they're, they're really unbelievably talented, and we're kind of similar to them in terms of being a little undersized, having five guys on the court that can pass, dribble, and shoot. So it's going to be a really fun matchup, and it's really going to come down to who's tougher and, and who plays harder. Is it crazy to think it's already the last regular season game? I mean, it's, I've got to imagine, and with everything that you've had to deal with, with injuries and suspensions and everything, is, is it nuts that we're already at this point of the year? It's crazy. Every year it flies by, but um, I, I've really tried to live in the moment this year, and that, that's helped it slow it down a little bit uh, as much as it can. But um, it, it flies by, and we're trying to take it one day at a time and enjoy the process, enjoy every practice together, enjoy every game together, and uh, through that, we'll make the most out of the end of the year. One thing I've noticed when I've interviewed you, you bring up your wife and, and mention her a lot in how she helps you. Obviously, you've been an athlete for a long time. She's an athlete as well. How much does that help to be able to, when you get done with a game or a practice, and you get to go home and spend time with your wife, you can have those conversations between athletes as well. How much does that help? Oh, yeah, she's my everything. My, my wife is, she she balances me. She calms me. Uh whether it's a win or a loss, she, she helps me with that, that concept of not getting too high and not getting too low. And um, something that's really interesting is she's just she's my person where I feel like I can just relax. Like everything just settles down when I'm with her. And uh, it's, it's definitely been a huge, a huge help to me in all aspects of my life and uh, in basketball as well. I was calling a basketball or excuse me, a baseball game while the basketball game was going on. So I'm following the score. So I followed it via stat broadcast, but I, I can tell you, everybody at Cal Poly, BYU fans were asking scores, and everybody was pumped. It was a fantastic night for BYU sports, certainly for BYU basketball. Thank you for taking the time, and good luck against Pepperdine. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you. It's kind of interesting hearing Yoli say that, you know, they got to forget this game. You, they want to move on to bigger and better things, and they're talking about that Gonzaga game when I say forget about the game. Well... Are bigger and better things going to come if they don't beat Pepperdine? This is really a crucial game, too. I know Gonzaga. I know we sat there and we built it up and we talk about how big of a game that was, but things are going to get bigger and better if they don't show that they can beat some of these teams that aren't as big as Gonzaga. Well, this season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head to the Firestone Fieldhouse for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wall with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. He is down in Malibu, California. Mark, I wanted to ask if you're still basking in the glow of that victory last week that BYU had over Gonzaga. Maybe I should ask, are you basking in that or are you were you basking in the glow of the sunshine of Southern California before you stepped inside of Firestone Fieldhouse today? You never have enough basking in life, Cleon, I found. And yeah, beautiful day here, uh, as seems to be the norm. And 
my wife told me before I left to go make sure I took a long walk on a short pier. So I went on the Santa Monica <laughs> Pier today and uh, hung out and just enjoyed the sun. Now it's time to play some hoops. Well, I'm glad to be here with you at least one last time for at least a, a regular season game. I, I don't want to focus too much on the Gonzaga game, but, I mean, still a week later, it, it's such a big game to think about. And, and maybe there's some recency bias here, but where does this win stand in the in the pantheon of BYU basketball regular season victories, at least in your mind? Or maybe, you know what, let's just focus on where does it stand in victories over Gonzaga? Because not too many times is Gonzaga ranked second in the nation. They're usually ranked, or a lot of the times they're ranked. What, where does this fit in to how what, the other times that BYU's beaten Gonzaga? Well, it's nice to be able to say you've beaten them several times because not many teams can say that. But, you know, there's always something special to me, Cleon, about doing it in the Merritt Center, and that you know, it just seemed like an accumulation of neat things happened. You know, the senior night and the rankings and BYU playing so well and the crowd. I mean, it was just an amazing basketball experience for me. So certainly up in the top, you know, five or six, but... Uh, you know, beating beating Gonzaga when they were undefeated and you know, number one and all that up there, that was pretty cool. But I just loved the fact that everybody came out to support BYU hoping that they would do it, and then they did it. I mean, it's hard to do that. And so you, you got to really enjoy it. But then uh, at the same time, boy, it's you hope that's not the, the highlight of your season. You know, I, you, you hope you've got some even better experiences coming up and this game, to be honest with you, Cleon, frightens me. I, I just see a lot of trouble with this game. And, uh, you know, every everything I do in life kind of goes back to Talladega Nights, the movie. <laughs> and uh, he gives the, this girl gives this great speech to Ricky Bobby, and it's so moving, and they're so excited. Then the other guy says something really stupid, and then... He says, you know, all the great things, the cool things he just said, you just ruined it. And, <laughs> and what I don't want is all of those great things that happened last week, I don't want to ruin it by this one. And obviously that win will stand on its own, but it will be mooted a little bit if you if you lose today on the road. BYU's done a really good job avoiding, you know, losing these types of games all year. And that, that says a lot about this team. But what you want to do going into the NCAA tournament and you're, you know, you're talking about seeding and rankings and all this stuff, you, you want to keep that momentum going and, and a loss of Pepperdine is not going to take you out of the tournament obviously at this point I don't think And but what it can do is kind of leave a bad taste in people's mouths so all the good positive stuff you're hearing uh, would, would be mooted a little bit so I, I just, I'm just hoping BYU comes out takes care of business this is a, actually a good team for them to play because they're a terrible three-point defensive team and BYU's the best defensive or best three-point shooting team in the country. That seems to really be in BYU's favor, but Pepperdine's a good team. Colby Ross is good. The Edwards brothers certainly capable of beating BYU. And and I'll just keep rambling on here, but you know, you think <laughs> about what BYU did last week to Gonzaga, how how amped they were and how focused they were for that game because here comes a ranked team and it's a big game and it's senior night well that's what's happening for pepperdine this is a chance for them to be the first time to beat a ranked team in this building since i think 2004 and this is a big deal for them you know once you get ranked you're you're on people's radar i mean this this is a chance to have the biggest win of their season they're going to be ready to go and fired up 
And will BYU be able to, to respond to that? I, I hope they will, but this, this is a scary, scary game, Cleon. Maybe you already answered this question. I, I, I keep focusing back to something you said early on in your rambling that you went on. You said this game really makes you nervous. I mean, this is a team that BYU beat four weeks ago, 107-80. to 80. Jake Toulson had 25 points in that game. He had seven threes. Yoli had 21 points in the game. It was actually the first win of BYU's current eight-game winning streak. So what is it that makes you the most nervous? Is it more of how is BYU going to react? Is it their psyche right now? Or is it more that Pepperdine could pose a, a bit of a, a problem because they are playing at home on senior night? Part of my nerves comes from history in this building. I've, I've come away from here very disappointed several times. Now, BYU has won the last two years, but one was in overtime where they did not play well. and So, uh, you know, I, I, I've got to get over that, that mental hurdle. <laughs> this is not the same BYU team and, and all of that. But what, what, what worries me is when you have a guy like Colby Ross on the other end who is good enough, second-leading scorer in the conference, to beat you on his own if he gets hot. And uh, so that's worrisome. And uh, Cameron Edwards, I think, is top five score. So they've got two of the top five scores in conference on this team. So they have the potential to go off on you. And we've seen it before happen to BYU. Have guys have big nights and almost single-handedly get a win. So that, that worries me that they have the type of player that could have a big night against BYU. The good part of that is they don't have a lot else. And so if you can devise a game plan to stop Colby Ross, I mean, he's he's a, the top assist guy ever here at Pepperdine. And he's just a junior, and he's one of the top scorers in the conference. So you know everything that Pepperdine does is going through Colby Ross. Right. And one of the biggest things that happened in Provo was he was in foul trouble a lot of that game. You can't count on that here. But uh, I think Coach Pope can devise, hopefully can devise a, a game plan where they can – slow him down a little bit and if they can do that they've got a great chance to win because he's the heart of this team hopefully we didn't ruin your keys to the game i want to get to that in a moment but i personally am anticipating a bit of a letdown today after last week's win and partially because it was so emotional last week but also byu hasn't played since that time how do you fight the letdown that might come and please tell me it's hustle and defense because i know you love talking about those things yeah you know, it, it's going to be incumbent, I think, on the seniors to, to not let that happen because it it's certainly can happen. I mean, it's just human nature coming off Gonzaga, 20,000 people in the Merritt Center screaming and yelling and the emotion of that game. And now you're at a, a gym that's a high school-esque and 3,000 people. And, and uh, although it's going to be packed with Cougar fans, I'm seeing uh, almost every fan I see here is wearing blue. So it's <laughs> spring break, and it's uh, there's no faculty or students here for Pepperdine. So it's going to be BYU's home court away from the Marriage Center, but it, it's different. So what your seniors have to do is make sure everybody is focused and ready and comes out and plays hard defense so Pepperdine doesn't get out early and think, this is the game. This is We're feeling it. We're going to get these guys. and. You come out, take care of business. It's a business trip, and you just make sure that you're, you're ready and focused. And BYU is certainly the better team, but uh, we see it all the time where the better team doesn't win if they don't take it seriously and come out with a lot of fire. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen, and Oren proudly present the keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to this afternoon's game against Pepperdine? Well, again, you know, like you said, we talked about Colby Ross. I think uh, he, he averages 20 points a game. If he's under that, BYU will win. He's got to have... 
an amazing game for them to have any chance. So we'll keep an eye on what Colby does. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot, Mark. Enjoy the call. Enjoy the weather. I'm a little jealous, but on the other hand, it's really nice up here in Provo, too, so I'm not going to complain too much. (laughs) I picked the wrong weekend to leave Utah. (laughs) Exactly. Don't worry. You're going to come back just in time for a snowstorm, so good for that, right? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you soon, Mark. Thanks. See you, Cleon. All right, see you. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Cleon Wall. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Pepperdine Waves, by the way. If I was a high school basketball player, I think I'd want to be recruited by Pepperdine. Have you seen the pictures of that campus? It's gorgeous. By the way, you can tweet me at any time through this game. You can tweet me at at KSL Cleon. That's at KSL Cleon. Uh, and we can even talk at halftime. Let me know what you think of the game when we get to that point, or you can tweet me even before the game. That'd be great. All right, uh, before we get to some scores, I just wanted to let you know that my player of the game, the guy who I'm going to be watching the most, is Alex Barcelo in this game. Alex didn't have really, I guess you could say, a great scoring game against Gonzaga, and there have been times of this season that he... It's not that he hasn't been noticeable. He just hasn't been noticeable on offense that much, at least when it comes to scoring. I think Alex is going to break out in this game. I, I have no reason to to believe why or why not. It's just a gut feeling. I just think he breaks out against the Waves because maybe people aren't going to pay attention to him that much, and then he'll be able to go out and shoot some threes like he did a few games ago. So uh, we'll see how he does in this game. All right, some uh, scores to pass along to you before we uh, get you over to Greg and Mark back in Malibu, California. Top 25 games going on right now. Eighth-ranked Kentucky hosting 15th-ranked Auburn. And right now, the Wildcats beating the Tigers 55-53. 11-13 left to go in that game. 20th-ranked West Virginia is hosting Oklahoma right now. And the Sooners are up big in this one. 43-31, 13-28 left in that contest. Number one-ranked Kansas will stay number one. They beat Kansas State in Manhattan 62-58. to And then there's an upset. Baylor loses again. This time, they lose at TCU 75-72. Sixth-ranked Florida State will move down in the polls. They lose at Clemson 70-69. And Villanova, number 12th-ranked team in the nation, they will also fall on the polls. They lose at home to Providence 58-54. 58-54, to the BYU baseball team. They lose today 12-1 to to New Mexico. And right now the BYU women's basketball team is playing, and they lead LMU 44-36. to That is going to do it here. For Cougar Pregame Live, coming up next, we'll send you to Firestone Fieldhouse for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Get loan rate discounts and rewards with a MyStyle checking account today. Now, let's head back to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome above courtside here in Firestone Fieldhouse, Malibu, California, on the campus of Pepperdine University for a Saturday matinee and the regular season finale for the BYU Cougars and the Pepperdine Waves. The Cougs playing for a ninth straight win and to lock down the two-seed at the West Coast Conference Tournament, which begins five days from now in Las Vegas. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, joined at our new broadcast vantage point by my 23-season commentary partner, the beloved former BYU Ironman, the consummate blue guy himself, the popular purveyor of social media wit and wisdom, the one and only Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, BYU's had some uh, great teams over the years, but never have they had a team go 8-0 in the month of February. This year's BYU team has that opportunity. And uh, beyond the trivial novelty of an accomplishment in the month of February, there's the big-picture reality that the Cougs are peaking at the right time, and their current win streak has them essentially locked into the NCAA tournament. Well, clearly you beat Gonzaga, you're playing good basketball, and you just want to keep that going, and and you want to keep the buzz about your team going. You're a ranked team, keep moving up the polls. You're talking about seeding in the tournament now. And Listen, I played in three tournaments, Greg, and I was the the favorite seed just one year. That was the year we won that first-round game. If you're going to talk about, obviously it's cool to get in the tournament, super cool. But if you want to win games, you've got to get those good seeds. And if you, BYU can work themselves up to a five seed or something like that, that gives them a great opportunity to do some things in the tournament. So you're happy that you're kind of in at this point, but you want to keep that momentum going and all the buzz going and, and going to the tournament, uh, playing your best basketball. So they've got to get it done here. This is a scary, scary game here at Pepperdine. It's a very capable Pepperdine team with some really good players. So BYU's got to come out with energy and and focus, the same kind of focus you came out with, Gonzaga. You mentioned good seeds. Then there are good seats. And we used to have really good seats here at Firestone Fieldhouse. We were courtside. And, and now we're not exactly courtside, but it's not bad. We're, we're concourse level here. But since it's just a small venue, we're not too far from the floor. And, and the really cool thing is we are surrounded, Mark, by BYU fans. We are in the middle of the fans. You, you aren't joking. And this will be 90%... BYU fans because it's spring break you got your faculty and students gone and everybody wants to see this team this is going to be a very unique environment for college basketball where the the home team is going to be outnumbered by a ton after this break my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from magnificent Malibu on the new skin BYU Sports Network You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. This afternoon here in Malibu, BYU and Pepperdine becoming the first two WCC teams to officially conclude. Well, actually, these third and fourth, uh, Santa Clara and Portland are finishing up their game. So it's the second matinee today, but they'll be among the team's earliest to wrap up their WCC slate. 17th-ranked Cougs visiting the Waves. BYU coming in 23-7 and on the season, 12-3 and in the league. Pepperdine 15-14 and on the year, 8-7 and in WCC plate. The Cougs have won four in a row, six of seven against the Waves, but in eight Malibu meetings since joining the WCC, BYU's a middling four and four here. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And one week after BYU knocked off the nation's number two team, the Cougars are being asked by their coach to win what he calls an even tougher game. It's a, it's the truth about this game that we, we, we want to get tricked by all the time uh, you know, players want to get tricked, coaches want to get tricked, fans want to get tricked, and and um, 
if you can hold on to that truth, then then you have a chance to kind of be consistent, be competitive. You know, already today we're seeing some some really surprising upsets, and it's just it's hard to win basketball games, and you got to stay focused and and grow your urgency every single game. Beyond the emotional and the mentality part of it, tactically, what's the biggest challenge or challenges Pep's going to give you today? Well, do you think? Colby Ross is a huge challenge for everybody. He's such a physical attacking. Uh, three-level point guard, and then they spread the floor so well. They're, you know, their four and fives are probably the most mobile, skilled uh, uh, bigs in the league with with range, and and um, uh, they play with great pace. And and uh, this gym is always a little bit uh, different, and so uh, there's a lot of challenges we're facing today. The Edwards brothers coming off double doubles, both of them in their last game. Yeah, uh, you know, they they both are. They both run really, really hard in transition. They both shoot it really, really well from perimeter. They're both, uh, you know, especially Cam is a really physical driver from the post and the bull's head and the three-point line pick and pop catches and drives. And, uh, you know, it's Cam's senior night. It's kind of like senior night for both of them because they're sharing it as brothers. And so there'll be some emotion in the gym. We know what that's like. And and uh, we just got to come out and we got to fight from the very tip uh, for 40 minutes. How much did Colby Ross's foul trouble in the first game play into the result, and how much of it was just you being really good that night, regardless of what he did? Yeah, it's probably a little bit of both. Uh, you know, he's such a key to this team. When he's not on the floor, they're a different team. Um, you can't count on that, though, him being in foul trouble. Yeah, absolutely. He's not a foul-prone guy. Every once in a while, get a little bit of foul trouble. But, um, you know, we just have to, you know, we expect him to be on the floor for 40 minutes tonight. That's how they play, and, and uh, he is a key to their team. If you could take something from that game to today, no questions asked, what would it be? Well, uh, it's just so clear that we have to we have to guard. Uh, so incredibly, you know, one of the most explosive offensive teams in our league. Um, you know, they've given everybody fits from the non-conference into our league, and, and uh, in terms of trying to guard them. So, um, and this this game will be started and finished on the defensive end. We got to find ways um, to get stops. There's a chance you're going to play one game in the span of 16 days. Today would be that game if things go the way you want. I mean, there's there, there's a real empty the tank mindset, isn't there, to today? Yeah, I mean, that's always. Uh, you know, we, we've worked so hard to have that mentality every single game, so it doesn't feel any different for us right now. Um, you know, we just we just know how important this game is. It's the most important game we've had all season, and and uh, so we got to go compete. How good does it feel to be in this position, though, that you guys are with one game to play? I don't know. Uh, we just <laughs> doesn't feel good game, yet, man. does it? We just, we just got to win a game. That's uh, I, you know. I ho- hopefully, our whole organization feels like that. Like just win one game. You know, we've talked about that we're in elimination time right now, and, and we're treating this like an elimination game. And it's sometimes you can play with your mind a little bit when you start talking about that. And so um, that's how we're trying to approach this game, and how we're trying to treat it. And and uh, and so so. We, we, we put all our, our all our marbles in this game, and we're going to go fight as hard as we can. It's their senior day, but you hope it's a day for your seniors to come through as a group. We've tested our locker room all season long, and this is a huge test of our locker room, just like every game has been with some different dynamics here. And and um, it's something that's really important to us. It's something that we take real pride in, and, and this certainly will be a, a, a major test of, of, of what our insides are like and how committed we are to approaching every single game and, and how much fight we have in us. Finally, Coach, you've come to SoCal. It's a sold-out building, and in large part because your fans are showing up for you. Yeah, that's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm so excited for people to be able to witness this team. We've talked about it for the last several weeks, and, and uh, so I'm glad people are here, and, and uh, hopefully we give them something good to witness. Coach, thank you. Good luck. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. 
That is Mark Pope. And this afternoon, Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years' experience in Utah Provo Land Title as the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Firestone Fieldhouse in Malibu, California, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar Nation. From the shores of the Pacific Ocean in Malibu, California, we welcome you back courtside inside Firestone Fieldhouse on the campus of Pepperdine University. For the Cougs and Waves in their regular season send-offs, BYU playing to secure the solo second-place position in the WCC and the two-seed at the conference tourney in Vegas. Pepperdine playing for a winning league record, but the Waves already locked into the five or the six, more likely the six in Vegas. They know they opened their conference tournament next Friday at the Orleans Arena. BYU will, with the two-seed, not debut until a week from Monday should they get that two-seed. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from high above courtside here in Malibu. Our statistician, BYU Basketball Media Relations Kyle Director, Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton. He'll be sending us notes from across the way tonight. He's not actually with us at our new location. Our statistician will be not exactly courtside with us, but courtside uh, somewhere else. Uh, Cleon Wall is our studio host. Our control board operator is Jack Bagley. Coordinating producer Terry South. BYU radio engineer is Sean Fay, And our broadcast intern Jeffrey Carroll at BYU Radio. Great to have you with us today on the new skin BYU Sports Network. We've done enough games, Mark, here to know that uh, nothing comes easy for the Cougs at Pepperdine in eight meetings in Malibu. BYU has just two double-digit wins. They have a two-point win, an overtime win, and then four losses. And as important as last Saturday's win over Gonzaga was, uh, one could argue that today's game against unranked Pepperdine is well, more important in a way due to the damage that could be done by a loss. But, Mark, uh, these Cougs have the look of a team that will not be denied. Uh, they're playing almost at full strength. They should be more than, uh, well, hopefully even a talented Pepperdine team can handle here today. Yeah, you'd think this game sets up nicely for BYU because Pepperdine's a terrible three-point defensive team and BYU's the best shooting team in the country. Look what they did in the Marriott Center. BYU made more threes than Pepperdine attempted. Jake was 7 for 10. So these shooters ought to be licking their chops, and they were looking good in warm-ups. So it's going to be very hard for Pepperdine to beat BYU. But what they do have is a couple of guys, particularly Colby Ross. We saw what two guys who got hot did at San Francisco. That's yep. the danger here today. But BYU, it's, it seems on paper this should be a game that they can continue to play good basketball. Coming up after the break, it'll be the Pepperdine Perspective with Waves head coach Lorenzo Romar when the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues. Live from Malibu on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. 
It is a Saturday sunshine special between the 17th-ranked BYU Cougars and the Pepperdine Waves. Second to five games on the WCC slate today. Santa Clara and Portland is about to go final. Santa Clara a four-point lead in the final 40 seconds there. Later on today, San Francisco at LMU, Pacific at San Diego, and then, of course, the game a lot of Cougar fans will be watching, in large part depending on what the outcome here today is. St. Mary's at Gonzaga this evening. BYU with a win here today. will lock down solo second place and the triple bye at the WCC tournament in Vegas, regardless of the Gonzaga-St. Mary's outcome. The top two seeds in the league tourney don't open play till Monday in the semifinals at Orleans Arena. Pepperdine already locked into a Friday night game as the five or the six seed. Now, BYU won this season's first meeting between these two teams, 107-80. to On a night, the Cougars made 17 threes. As Mark notes, a record-tying number BYU would exceed in a win at LMU two and a half weeks ago. But BYU's win over the Waves was also a game in which superstar point guard Colby Ross was saddled with foul trouble, and that was a significant storyline. A short time ago here at Firestone Fieldhouse, I chatted with Waves head coach Lorenzo Romar about what needs to happen for his guys besides Ross staying on the floor for his team to have a shot at the upset win on senior day. Keep them under 107. That's for sure. They were phenomenal that night, uh, making shots. Uh, they, they're such a great shooting basketball team. They play together. They move the ball as well amongst each other as anyone in the country. So hopefully we can do a better job defensively against them. You scored 80. Right. That's the thing. You score 80 and lose by 27. That means you didn't guard very well. So give them a lot of credit that night and that uh, they just went out and they made shot after shot after shot. And they did it with relative relative ease. Senior day, you look at your rotation, and we see just uh, the one senior getting a lot of minutes, and that's Cameron Edwards. Now that's a big miss, mind you, but still, just one means you got a good team coming back. Well, we, we lose one. You know, Robbie Skeed is a guy that's a walk-on that uh, is a senior, but uh, Cameron, in terms of minutes, is the only guy that's leaving. And uh, as we're building, this will be our third year together next year, and Hopefully, that'll be a year that we can turn the corner. This team is known for its resiliency. Uh, you haven't lost back-to-back games since the first week of January. You've got so many comebacks from down double digits. Six on the season, three in league. You guys are never out of it. Well, it's. I think it's a credit to our guys' character. Our guys, uh, we get down, our guys don't point the finger. Our guys continue to to play together. I think Colby Ross and Cameron Edwards have showed and provided great leadership in those situations. Whether it's at home or on the road, uh, they continue to rally the guys up and try to go for a strong finish. You've won some, lost some, but so many close games this year for your team as well. Almost everything goes down to the wire, it seems, with you guys. Well, here's what that means. You know, we, we can get our violins out and say, wow, we were up two, and the guy hits a three at the buzzer, and our guy gets in foul trouble. We were up five, and when we went out, we lost. it just means we got to get better. That's what that means. We're not quite good enough yet, and we've got to be better. What do you think of BYU coming in on an eight-game win streak right now? And the first game in the win streak was, was against you guys. Well, when you look at how they played against us and you look at how they played in their last game, I know they had a little bit of a scare at San Diego, but San Diego's playing well also. You look at that body of work and how they're going about their business uh, they've been as impressive as any team in this league during that stretch. So, you know, we, we look at it as today we're playing maybe the, the toughest opponent. It certainly has been for us, regardless of who we played all year. No one's beat us the way they beat us. So you got to be impressed with what they've been able to do. You played the Zags as well as anybody. To see BYU win by 13, what does it say about where BYU is right now? Well, I'll tell you, we thought that that might happen amongst our staff, having played against both of them. 
Uh, not saying what's going to happen next week if they play against each other. But that particular night in Provo, uh, we thought that BYU might have had a good chance to get that win. Uh, again, they're just playing really well now. It, it doesn't hurt that Baxter's back either. I know that he's not scoring as much as maybe he's capable of, but right now they've kind of got the train rolling, and he's just kind of fitting in in where he's supposed to fit in. But, again, that provides more depth for them with uh, on their inside. Finally, Coach Romar, the result today, we'll have a lot to say about it, but uh, what do you think you take to Vegas next week, knowing what you know right now about your team? It's been the ongoing thing. We, you know, we got to defend and rebound better. So after 29 games and today, maybe after 30, if we haven't, maybe that's who we are. You know, that's a big sample size to yeah. say, well, that's who we are. Well, that point we still, like last year in the tournament, we got to rally up. We know what we're supposed to do. We're, we're capable of doing it because we do it in stretches. We're just inconsistent with it. But to try to gain that consistency is the thing that we're going to have to take in with us. All right. well, thanks again for the chat, as always, and we'll see you in Vegas. Thank you, Coach. Thank you very much. That is Pepperdine head coach Lorenzo Romar. Time now for today's You Be the Judge trivia question, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's today's question. Who are the only three players in BYU Hoops history to be in the Cougs' career top ten in both scoring and assists? The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, so BYU and Pepperdine, top of the hour. Here's the uh, question and answer for you legally minds. You be the judge. Who are the only three players in BYU Hoops history marked to be in the top ten in scoring and assists? It's got to be guards, so who are your guards? Danny Ainge, Jimmer, TJ, Tyler. What, the three of those four. It's Jimmer, Danny, and TJ. Yeah. There you go. Three of the four. So uh, in the scoring. I was thinking Kyle, but Kyle wasn't. He's, he's like yeah. 13th yeah. or something in scoring. So Jimmer's second in scoring. Danny or, uh, Danny third and TJ seventh. And then an assist. TJ second to Danny fourth and Jimmer sixth. There you go. Those are the three. All right. Closing pregame segment is coming up next. This once again is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. Mark Durant, it's been a week since BYU last played. Rested and ready, we hope, right? I hope so. They're going to get a lot of rest in the next month. It's kind of weird. They're going to play a couple of games, hopefully, hopefully at least three. But, man, it's you want to, like I said, you want to keep it going, Greg. We'll see if the, the time off has hurt or helped. Tip-off of BYU and Pepperdine is next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.